This is the Sean Campbell Show, a podcast for the aspiring and hungry entrepreneur. Hey everybody, this is Sean Campbell of the Sean Campbell Show, a podcast by entrepreneurs and for entrepreneurs. And today I have a very, very special guest, my first guest of 2020. I'm very, very happy that she's here with me. Um, very proud that she's here with me. And she's also going to be assisting me in a workshop that I'm doing next month. This is Trisha Beck from Beck Leadership. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks, John. You just got back from skiing. You're all in one piece. More or less. <laughs> Where did you go again? Just to the White Mountains. Just to the White mm-hmm. Mountains for a few days. You were up there for New Year's? Uh, the day after Christmas. The day. Oh, so you were up there for... Couple days. Couple days. Uh-huh. So, what can you tell us what you did for New Year's? I'd rather not. You'd rather. <laughs> <laughs> that tells us everything you did. That's awesome. So, Trisha, you you and I have only known each other for less than a year. Correct. But it, it seems like we've always kind of had a good rapport. Yes. Um, I, except for the fact that I thought you were from Texas up until like a few weeks ago. All this time. But you're not. Where are you from? Originally from California. Right. And Tucson's yeah. my home. I'm a boomerang. <laughs> took a side trip to Texas for four years, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I'm happy to be back. This yeah. is it. Yeah. And what do you do now? What is Beck Leadership, if you could describe it in a minute or two minutes? It's a comprehensive face-to-face program that helps people with soft skills. Mm-hmm. So um, so many of us have invested our careers and our education in getting the technical skills that look really good on a resume, mm-hmm. but we find sometimes in the workplace maybe we're passed up for opportunities because the soft skills are not what they could be. Right. Um, it's gaining a lot of popularity, and that's what we focus on for 20 hours. Mm-hmm face-to-face over the course of five weeks. Mm-hmm. Are most of your students millennials? It varies. It varies. Um, it's, I've, had, I've had people as old as 64 take the class mm-hmm. and gain a lot from it. So. Mm-hmm. And I also had a student who was 14 oh, wow. who took the class. Wow. And he he got an awful lot out of it as well. Yeah. You know, the the soft skills these days, I mean, that could separate a person from another, whether they're applying for a job or they're going to work with one another um, um, from a strategic point of view. What are some of the biggest opportunities that you've seen now in general you know, there's a few that you've told me about. I don't want to like give them away right now that always stuck out of my mind. But what are like the two, three, four things that you think are the biggest topics or the biggest things that they, someone can get out of your class? We start the very first class off with some real fun, engaging ways to help remember names better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, 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 for the record, was the one thing right there. Yeah. That's the biggest thing when you and I met. Yeah. You know, it, it seemed like such an elementary thing, but it's something that honestly, it's like I had to write it down, and I'm very uh, paranoid. I'm going to forget people's names. 
And, and it, it's not perfection. It's rarely perfection. It's work in progress with all these skills. It's, it's mm-hmm. being cognizant of them and being aware and attempting to improve. Mm-hmm. And it's an ongoing process. But uh, the first class, we build rapport in the class by learning each other's first and last names in record time, and mm-hmm. everyone's blown away that they can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we work an awful lot also on listening skills. How big is the class, typically? The typical class is anywhere 18 to 20 people. Oh, wow. Wow. 18 to 20 <laughs> people. So, yeah, if you're remembering... Forty names, first and last. Mm-hmm. That's a real measurable sense of accomplishment right, right off the bat. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and then we we cover things, for example, listening skills, mm-hmm. uh, small talk. Mm-hmm. Small talk really is a big deal. Right. And running more effective meetings. Quite often, people find themselves in leadership roles where they're in charge of running a meeting, and they're mm-hmm. not real comfortable with it. Or maybe it's not being done as effectively as it could be. So right. we go through some exercises, and, and that's really valuable as well. But each person gets a stack of 40 different soft skills. Mm-hmm. And they sort through the stack, and they choose which ones they feel they need to refine. Mm-hmm. So over the course of the five weeks, that's what they're going to target. So it's very organic. It's very individualized. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just effective. People leave, and they're, they notice measurable results from participating in the class. Yeah. It adds to their confidence, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and we do, of course, work on talking, speaking. Mm-hmm. Not talking, but <laughs> speaking. And, and that happens, too. Talk, talking with your mouth full of food. Right. <laughs> right. right. No, I don't serve food in the class. Oh, okay. It's too distracting. No, no. Uh-uh. But um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's very engaging, very personalized, and we throw in. You know, they take that skill, they take it in the workplace, or they take it home, mm-hmm. and they they apply that skill outside of the classroom, and then they report back how it worked. So they do get a chance to talk in front of the group. Oh, well, from the get go. Oh wow, that's a constant part of it. Yeah. 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 I'm not the sage on the stage. Yeah. I'm the guide on the side. <laughs> and, and it's all about them. Right. It's not right. about me. You know what's funny is like whenever I do my workshops, I don't want to be in front of people. I literally just prepare either the night or the day before because if I think too much about it, I'll, even though I've done dozens and dozens and dozens of workshops in front of mm-hmm. hundreds of business owners and realtors and everything else, my way of doing it, and it's probably wrong, is that I don't think about it until like um, half an hour before. I don't, is there a wrong way? Um, it works for me. <laughs> it, not everyone has the confidence to do that. Hmm. So if you know your subject matter and you, and you love it, yeah, then it's easy to present. Yeah, but yeah, if it's something, you're right. If I didn't know the subject matter, then I'd probably be a little more stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, What's your story? Why are you doing these leadership courses? The big why. Here it is, folks. It's the big, big why. I okay. Secrets out. <laughs> uh, don't don't have any preconceived notions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a retired educator, mm-hmm. and um, I'm a life coach. Mm-hmm. And training and development certification. Mm-hmm. I just really love the opportunity to help 
people trans transform and, and right. find whatever it is that floats their boat, jazz right. people up, juice people <laughs> up, get people pumped about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, I've, I've been real lucky as an educator. I've had some great opportunities to do that with students. Mm-hmm. And now my students just look a little different. They're there yeah. voluntarily. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the things I think within the first 10 minutes I knew you were an educator after we met because you were like ultra organized and have everything written out. <laughs> you had your planner. <laughs> that's so funny. My yeah. son was here visiting for 10 days over the holidays and he'd wake up and go, well, what's the plan, Mom? What's the plan? <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Says, yeah, I know. You know, you're the planner. Yeah. I can't help us in my blood. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, and it's good that we have someone like you who has that background teaching us all this. What's been, okay, so what was some of your biggest accomplishments in your course so far, do you think? Well, you know, like I mentioned, I think it it was really touched me that this very shy, introverted 14-year-old, and I'm I'm sure his father forced him to take this class. Yeah. And uh, that was in August, mm-hmm. and I saw his mother in December, mm-hmm. and she pulled me aside and said, I can't thank you enough. Oh, my gosh. He, his first day of class, he volunteered to give this talk, and because he was the first one and volunteered, he got extra credit points, and then he sat at the dinner table oh, telling wow. us, critiquing all the other kids in class what they were doing wrong. Oh, wow. that's cool. And she said, yeah. this is a skill that he will carry with him the rest yeah. of his life. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to keep tabs on him, see, you know, if yeah. he becomes, yeah. you know. He's a he sweet does. kid. He's, yeah. he's a golfer. So. What, uh, so from an educator to working for yourself, mm. small transition, just a walk <laughs> in the park. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I always forget, I think of that Greek mythology figure, the one that was told to push the stone to the top of the hill every mm-hmm. day, and every day it would roll down and you'd have to start over. Mm-hmm. Marketing. Yeah. Marketing is, is yeah. Uh, you know, because I've, I've said this to many people, in, in education, my clients just show up every fall with a new backpack ready to go. Right. So I've never had to really focus on marketing mm-hmm. per se. So that that's been a real learning curve for me. Mm-hmm. What what are some other the learning curves? I mean the, the marketing aspect of it, but is there anything else that kind of surprised you in a good or bad way? Oh, in a good way. Excuse <clears throat> me. In a good way, all the different resources that are out there, people who are willing to help, all the organizations, especially in Tucson, Mm -hmm. there are so many organizations that are there to help people like myself, solo entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, And then all the technology. Yeah. It's just mind-boggling. It's it's crazy how many doodads and tools (laughs) and cool stuff there is to play with. Yeah. Well, what's been uh, your favorite platform so far? Were, were you on Facebook, LinkedIn, or anything before? Yes, I was. But, um, no, LinkedIn is really where I think my tribe is going to hang out. Right. Um, that, that's primarily my that's my objective there is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So tell us about your overall marketing, you know, um, I don't say strategy, but, you know, how much of your day, of your week is invested into your networking Oh, in gosh. particular, well, that's that's. Really I, I ask because I know how much you do network. 
And I want people to know that it is absolutely pretty important. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's 80% of my effort. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. 80%. It's, it's going to all different kinds of things and turning mm -hmm. over stones and having yeah. those conversations and scheduling coffee with individuals and Perfect. Perfect. all of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I um, I did a podcast earlier today and on my uh, Facebook, I did the Marketing Monday, and I was talking about the mix, you know, the marketing mix to kind of rely on a lot of different things mm -hmm. and not necessarily put your eggs all in one basket. Um, and, and as a solar entrepreneur, definitely in Tucson, it's doable. I mean, just four years ago, I was in the same predicament as you are just kind of starting off and everything, but networking, especially here in Tucson, it's absolutely vital. Oh yeah. 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 But that's one of the things that brought me back to Tucson. Yeah. Um, it, it is not nepotism. I mean, it's sort of <laughs> incestuous, mm. if I can say that, but absolutely. I absolutely. Mean, the goal. I told you the goal of my podcast <laughs> is to get people to go on the edge. <laughs> It's I don't have four, I don't have fourteen year olds listening to my podcast. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, we're But I mean, if if I start having a conversation with someone in Tucson that I've never met before, yeah, it doesn't take very long to figure out that they know mm -hmm. at least a half dozen people that I know, or yeah. maybe they dated somebody that I dated back yeah. in whatever, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. it's a small. It is a small town. If you're and, doing your job, you're one degree away from everybody in Tucson. Wow. I think if you're doing your job, you know, I think that's kind of a sign that if you're out there hustling and you're working hard, you're pretty much one degree away from everybody. I think, you know, that's a lofty goal. Uh, you're probably really a lot closer to it than you think. You may be there already. If you think about it, how many people do you and I already know in common? We're just talking about Paul right now. Oh, that we know in common. Yeah. Wow. Paul, I don't know. Roger. Oh, yeah. I mean, those two themselves know about a thousand people each. <laughs> yeah. And MJ. And yeah, that's another one. Yeah. That's another thousand people right there. Wayne Well, did you know Wayne? Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Back in, oh gosh, back in the day, he, he was the trainer. I did yeah. a marathon and he was yeah. the trainer. Yeah. Talk about a phenomenal oh, yeah. group of people we just listed right there. Yeah. Cap capped off by Wayne, but for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Wayne was an amazing dude. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I met him one time, um, uh, and every single time I met him, he always like greeted me and remembered my name and everything. You know, all the soft skills we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, that's so important to make such an impression on me. You know, mm -hmm. by far I was not like within his you know inner circle or his out. You know what I mean? I was just introduced by by mutual acquaintance, and but he was the the ultimate gentleman. Yes. He really was. So. Well, I think you're in the people business. We're all yeah. in the people business. Yeah. If you're a parent, yeah. If, if you, we're all in the people business, yeah. And that means we have to build relationships, mm -hmm. and relationships take time and effort. Yeah. And building relationships with good rapport requires certain things. Mm -hmm. and, when you're first meeting someone, one of the easiest things you can do is make an effort to remember their name. Yeah. Yeah. And to engage yeah. them in some small talk. Yeah. Make sure it's not a monologue. Yeah. Um, Are there some people that just have that knack just innately? 
I've, I've met some people who are really, really good that way, mm-hmm. but I suppose if you started talking to them somewhere along the line, you'd figure out who taught them those skills. I see. Yeah. It was probably early in life. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we've all met those people who mm. yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. don't have those skills. Right. And it's right. uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I've always thought that, you know, the skills that you... Um, educate and enhance in your um, course. I mean, that's one of the things that I was so intrigued by what you do is because it's something that's so obviously um, a big opportunity for a lot of people out there to work upon that um, I never knew that there was actually courses for way to, to do that. We're on the soft skills and remembering people's names and how to get up and speak in front of people. I didn't even know what it was out there till you and I had met. Hmm. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it, it's, it's needed. Really it's yeah, needed. It is needed. It's a lot more important than teaching people how to paint while they're drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or beer. There, there's a lot of those around. Why or, is it? Or throw hatchets while you're doing beer. <laughs> that sounds like a deadly combination. <laughs> All, those, all the things that people invest in instead of investing in their, their themselves yeah. and their their leadership abilities. Well, a resume, a good resume will get you the job, but the other skills will get mm-hmm. you the promotions. Yeah. And um, yeah. I'm, I champion for the, the skill of listening because mm-hmm. I do really feel that there's a lot of ways people can learn to be better speakers. We mm-hmm. have drama, we have debate teams. I mean, in mm-hmm. school you think about your experience. At mm-hmm. some point you had to practice getting up and giving a talk at school. Yeah. But listening is a skill that isn't really taught. Right. So Wednesday I'll be presenting to a group and giving them some specific strategies and kind of yeah. uh, and self-assessment, see where they are. Are you going to do that for my workshop in February too? Oh, I could. Yeah. yeah. It's it's an open whatever you want to do. It's Absolutely. an open canvas. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I would be delighted. Yeah, anything but painting and drinking beer. <laughs> I don't know. You make me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to admit when when I was a manager for um, in corporate in corporate, and I'm doing air quotes right now, corporate. One of the things I loved doing the most was interviewing people for new positions we had, mm-hmm. and. I never told HR this, but I would literally just throw the script away and just talk to the people because I wanted to see that people actually knew how to carry on a conversation. That's insightful. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kudos to you. Yeah. I was bold back then. Oh, you're a real outlier. And, and I would just make, if I, if I liked them, then I would just make up good answers that they told. But if I didn't like them, I would just write the bad answers and say, no, they're not good for the job. But it was all just a conversation. It, mm. it was, it was, yeah. It, I was like, I'm gonna put on the flip over these papers. Just tell me about yourself. And we would just talk, and where the conversation went. That's how I hire or not hire people, because mm. I just wanted to see what type of personality and if they could listen to people, because they were going to be on the phones for forty hours a week. Uh-huh. They had to listen to people. Period. And there's listening, and there's mm. hearing. Right. I recently, it was, and I double-checked it, but I'm pretty sure this is a fair statistic that we mm-hmm. speak about, average person speaks about 150 words per minute, mm-hmm. but we hear and understand, we process what we hear 
450 words per minute. Oh, wow. That's exactly what I said. I thought, well, no wonder people are so eager to interrupt when someone's speaking because mm -hmm. they've already processed and predicted the rest oh, of what they're going to say. Yeah. So it's a very difficult thing to break, that, that urge to interrupt mm -hmm. people, especially if they're a slow-speaking kind of person. Yeah, and then oh, that's one of my pet peeves when someone interrupts me. That's the biggest pet peeve I have, honestly. It's, if I'm talking and someone interrupts me, I'm, we're not friends. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you think any of that has to do with our short attention spans? I think the need to interrupt is, there are a lot of things that are playing into it. I mean, we live in a culture right now that it's mm -hmm. it, efficiency is king. So right. let's see, how, how much can you do? How fast can you do it? And if you're not speaking fast enough, I'm mm -hmm. going to finish your sentence for you. Mm -hmm. um, and why would we want to listen to someone if, if we can read their text message or their email? Right. I mean, right. I don't know about you, but sometimes I, I listen to books or even mm -hmm. not your podcast, but mm -hmm. other podcasts, mm -hmm. and I put it on one and a half to two times speed. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's kind of sad, you know? Right. We, we listen in sound bites and we yeah. hide behind our earphones or yeah. our earbuds. And yeah. it's, you know, we're pretty speed driven culture. <laughs> Have I thrown this data at you? Like 20, 25 years ago, I think our attention spans were like at 17 seconds. Did I tell you this already? No. And today, they're um, actually less than a goldfish. A goldfish's attention span, less than seven seconds. Wow. Yeah. That kind of play, plays into what we're speaking about, which yeah. is pretty interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Yeah. And, and I read a book a couple of years ago that talked mm -hmm. about that. It was called uh, The Shallows, How the Internet is Changing Our Minds. Yeah. And they yeah. talk about the physiology of what's happening in our brain. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, communication and, and building relationships, I mean... No one on their deathbed is probably going to say, I wish I'd worked more. Right. They're right. going to want their loved ones, their friends or family. They're yeah. going to reflect on who was important in their life. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the people around us and the relationships we build are, are paramount mm -hmm. to our feeling of gratefulness. Yeah. I mean, I think the art of the personal communication is such a, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's such a lost art. You know, and it happens so quickly. How it, that disconnect, or that that lack of being able to have a conversation. Rumor has it, Trisha, I was at a bar a few weeks ago. No. <laughs> and I was sitting next to an older gentleman, and he and I just struck up a conversation. And about ten minutes into the conversation, he's like, "You know what? I just appreciate that you and I are actually having a discussion." And we're talking about cars and baseball and stuff like that. He's like, look at everybody else at the bar. We're all on our phones. And I miss the days. He was probably, you know, he, he told me he was like 75 or so, right? And he said, I miss the days where I could walk into the bar and I can have just hours of conversation and just talk and just get to know anybody, everybody. And he used to be a truck driver. And he's, he's like, I, I used to, you know, be anxious and look forward to the next gas station to call my family on the phone and to talk to them right now. And he was showing me his phone. It's like, this right here is more like a tracking device for my employer than anything else. Mm -hmm. And because of this, it's like, 
we've lost the appreciation of what a phone call really is. Today, if you hear people on phones, it's just like, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, okay, well, bye, and that's it. There's no appreciation for that conversation for each other's time. So, yeah, it was a really cool discussion there at the bar where it happens. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that's the quote, Eo, I forgot the, the gentleman, the quote, but we are drowning in information, mm. but starving for connection. Ooh. Is that a good one? Yeah. That's a good one. You know, it made me think. I That's went to the gym this morning, and I passed by this local little restaurant that does a busy breakfast thing. <laughs> and I saw these two guys sitting right in the front by the window. <laughs> and I did my workout. An hour later, I drive <laughs> out, and these two older gentlemen, white-haired <laughs> guys, are standing in the parking lot by the back of their cars with their hand on the shoulder of each other, and they're just talking away. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> you just don't see it You don't very see often. that, no, Mm-mm. no, no. Well, let's turn into a pretty depressing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you taking your time. I know you're very, very busy. And give us uh, one, two, three of your best pieces of advice for someone who's starting their business or within their first year of business. As an entrepreneur? Yeah. Ask for help? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, stay focused on the positive. Mm-hmm. Know that you're going to have really crummy days, yeah. crappy days, and you're going to have days where you go, wow, this is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess, I don't know. Have a sense of faith. Yeah, you know? I love that too. Yeah. 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 Excellent. So where can someone reach out to you? I am What's on your website? the website. Yeah. It is www dot beckleadership.com B-E-C-K B is in boy Beck it's like the beer but not as bitter mm-hmm. um, Beck Leadership and my phone number and my email and all that is on there mm-hmm. I'm also running a course locally here in Tucson that starts January 21st mm-hmm. so I invite anyone who may be interested to reach out and find out more details about that um Great opportunity here locally. Is it information on your website? The information about that course is not actually on my website. Uh, it's on your Facebook page. My bad. It is on my Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. Um, at, at Beck Leadership? Yes. Beck yeah. Leadership. And in general, the events, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, and if you're listening to the podcast, want more information about Trisha, you could always reach out to me, Sean at CMG Social Media, and I'll be more than happy to forward you uh, her information. So, thank you so much for being on here. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. It was fun. It. Thank you. Are you going to like actually follow my podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke for everybody. <laughs> I appreciate right. it. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Sean Campbell Show. Follow us on Instagram at The Sean Campbell Show.